Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030. Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. You've got that right. Man, I'm fired up. Just got off the television show over in America's Voice, lock and load. I'm ready to go. I slept in this morning because I was tired. I mean, I've been working my tail off. And I know you guys know. And there's big things coming. I've been saying this, and I'm I'm not one to sit here and tell you about things that may or may not happen. I'm not making up big stuff and telling you things are going to be what they are. Big things are coming. I'm a busy dude, and I was tired. I slept in this morning, slept in an hour no, more than normal. So now I'm doing my podcast in the afternoon. So it's going to drop here in a couple hours. But uh, I just got off the television show, Lock and Load. I had a great guest over there. Uh, one, uh, let me make sure I, I, I've got it right. Uh, I don't want to, I want to say Bill Schaefer. I think it was Bill Schaefer. Bill Schaefer for uh, for Congress, I think, was it. But uh, you got to check him out. He's in uh, District 3. Of uh, no, don't do that. Come on, come on, come on. There we go. He's in District Three of uh, Iowa. So get over there, check him out. Yeah, Bill Schaefer. Bill Schaefer for Congress uh, is his website. So make sure you do that and uh, get over there and check him out. It was a great interview. I mean, we, we need more people like Mr. Schaefer. Thirty-seven years in the military. But anyway, welcome in the Matt Lock Show. I'm your host, Matt Lock. So glad you're along for the ride. This segment brought to you by Patriot Mobile. Hey, I'm back with those guys. If you're looking for fantastic cell phone coverage, customer service that doesn't send you to India, people that care about what you do and believe about believe in the same things that you do, head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt, M-A-T-T. You're going to get all kinds of great things. I'm telling you, they love me. And if you're looking to change cell phone carriers, I am. I'm heading over there to Patriot Mobile. Just as soon as I can. Seriously. Love them. Love, love, love them. If you go to patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt, you're going to love them too because they give some of your money to conservative causes like the NRA, like Empower Texans, like the Susan B. Anthony list. And it goes on and on. Americans for Prosperity. They love these folks. They believe like you do. Head over to patriotmobile.com forward slash Matt. Get all kinds of goodies. Just tell them you know me. I've got a little pull over there. Tell them you know me. All right. So I'm going to go a different direction here for the podcast today because I, I want to get to information I can't get to. And by the way, big things coming on Friday. I've been telling you um, I've got some things in the works. Uh, you might get a little bitty teensy weensy hit of what's going on Friday on Thursday. Just saying. So you're going to have to pay attention. I was on Chad Prather's show yesterday, so you're going to have to check that out. Head over to watchchad.com, or better yet, head over to YouTube and just like Chad Prather's YouTube channel. 
That's, that's all you got to do. You can watch me talk about the Joker, movies you can't make anymore, all that kind of stuff, in my flip-flops and shorts. Yes, Rocky Stucci, in my flip-flops and my shorts. All right, find me at Real Matt Lock on Twitter, Instagram, and Parlor. You can find me over at the Cartel Matt on Facebook, or just go to my website, thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. There's shirts, there's hats. I'm doing an October giveaway, and I'm going to tell you, I'm getting censored. So get over there and share that. I'm giving away a t-shirt and a hat, pair of combat flip-flops, and some Scars and Stripes coffee. I mean, it's fantastic. Somebody's going to win that, and I'm going to send it to you. So get over there, share it, retweet it, talk about it, do whatever you need to do, but it's free. Who doesn't like free stuff, right? I'm going to give that away at the end of the month, I believe. I'm going to let it go. I was going to run it about a week or two, but I'm getting censored, so I want to make sure everybody everybody has the chance to get over there and sign up if they want to, okay? So there you go. Head over there, find it, sign up, do all the right things. There you go. And if you would, get over to thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E, sign up for the newsletter. It's just your email. It's free. I send out a newsletter once a month, and I'm going to tell you, you're going to want to be part of this newsletter because you're going to get things that most people don't get. Just saying, if you're not signed up for the newsletter, you're not going to know what special things you may get. And I've got a lot of special things. Just saying. All right. So I want to talk about polls. You know, we've got this whole whistleblower thing going on. I covered it in my TV show today. I'm a little bit irritated and I don't want to rehash it because it'll just make me mad. I'm already sweating. I'm already hot. And fall has found its way to Texas. I mean, I'm going to go play golf this afternoon with my buddy. Probably about 3 o'clock. It's only going to be 78 degrees. That's like paradise. And since it's fall, I get fall and twilight rates. So I'm going to go play golf for 20 bucks for 18 holes at a very nice golf course here in Burleson, Texas. Just saying. Should head out to Southern Oaks. I'll mention it. Southern Oaks Golf Course. It's fantastic. I'm going to go play 18. Maybe drink a beer or two. Have a good time. Enjoy this beautiful weather. I was sitting back on the patio last night. It's about 65 degrees out there. I'm in shorts and a t-shirt, smoking a cigar, drinking an adult beverage. It's fantastic. But anyway, I'm going to stay away from this whole whistleblower crap, this kangaroo court, the you at the the ambassador to the EU. Uh, Trump said, nope, kangaroo court, you're not going. I'm not doing it. You're not putting you there and forget it, right? I want to take, I want to, I want to point you to some things I see happening right now that I think are important. I think they're important to cover. So I've got a CNBC article here for you that we're going to talk about. John Harwood, what a joke. And then I've got a we- The Week, theweek.com. I know, I go to these crazy places, but I, I got to point these things out to you. So one plays off the other. So let me start. John Harwood, yesterday. You know what he says? Modern polling usually tells us how public opinion has moved, right? Despite last week's hailstorm of bad news for President Trump, his job approval rating stood virtually unchanged. Let me let me decipher that for you. God dang it, we tried so hard and we still couldn't get Donald Trump's poll ratings to come down. We did it with George W. Bush. What the hell's going on here? That's the best I can do. But this is what they do. The left tries to use polls to create narrative. And they it worked against George W. Bush, but the guy was a globalist anyway. And he's sitting at the football game with Ellen DeGeneres, who I, I could care less. 
who celebrities and presidents go watch games with. I really don't care. But boy, the left hates it. Oh, my God. Oh, Ellen DeGeneres. She was with that crazy George W. Bush. Oh, my. Oh, oh, oh. Bunch of crybabies on the damn left. But anyway, the left is crying here. This is John Harwood's way of saying, you know what? This all worked with other Republicans. Why won't it work now? So here's the rest of the story. Thank you, Paul Harvey. Uh, so did the president's backing from Republican elected officials in Washington, it went up, except for Senator Mitt Romney. Now, I have to I have to give you a little inside baseball here, and this is Pickled Squirrel and a few other people. I mentioned this, and I can't find it, so I'm going to have to dig into the archives because I have all, I have every old The Matlock Show podcast. I have it on an external hard drive. Now, here's what happened. Let me, let me tell you a little story. So I moved down here to Texas back in October of 17, and we were on the blaze, me and Rocky Stucci with the, with, with the conservative cartel. And of course, Ron Phillips, as you know well from Ojo 50 Radio, was my producer. Well, I was living with Ron and his family when I moved down here because my wife was still living in Indiana at the time. We hadn't decided whether I was going to stay here or not, if I was just going to come down here, then go back, or what I was going to do because we only had a one-year contract with the blaze. So I said, you know, I'm going to go figure it out. I'm going to go be with Beck. I'm going to go do this on Saturday. We're going to you know, do all this stuff. So I came down here and I brought my stuff with me. You know, my clothes, you know, my external hard drive, all my computers, my studio, all that stuff. Because I needed it, right? Well, Ron Phillips' house caught on fire. And now I'm going to have to look. I think I have it somewhere. I've got the external hard drive that got burnt in the fire. I think the data is still on there. But that has all the old Matlock shows on it. Now, mind you, if you go to YouTube, you can listen to a lot of the old Matlock show shows. You can. Problem is, episode 406 is not there. Now, 406, episode 406 was probably my watershed moment. It, it was that moment where I became who I am today, I think. Uh, Angry Matt came out that day. I remember that. And it was when Mitt Romney, I'll give you a little synopsis because I remember it like it was yesterday. Mitt Romney was out in Utah and he was doing some kind of fundraiser or some kind of function. And he just went off on Donald Trump. And Donald Trump, Donald Trump was just running for president at the time. He wasn't the president. But Mitt Romney went off on him and I went off on Mitt Romney. I mean, it was just so petty. And so ridiculous. But you see this out of CNBC. They're like, oh, well, you know, the backing of the Republican elected officials in Washington went up for Trump, except for one Senator Mitt Romney uh, of Utah and a few others. GOP members of the House and Senate have either defended the president's actions concerning Ukraine and former Vice President Joe Biden, or they've remained silent. Okay. Which means the same thing, right? Uh, it says, yet surveys in recent days, show public sentiment evolving more than Trump's steady top line would suggest. They also illuminate the potential for erosion among fellow Republicans, which could ultimately threaten the president's ability to survive a Senate trial or articles of impeachment improved by the House. Hey, John, they're not going to vote for impeachment in the House. I just talked about this on the television show. If you want to go watch that, it's over at America's Voice News. This is so funny. So you've got another journalist, and I use that word loosely. That term, I use it loosely. Journalist my ass. 
guy's a fraud. And what do they do? They come out and write these articles. Well, you know, yet surveys in recent days are showing that people are evolving more than Trump's steady top line would suggest. See, they're pissed. Let me, once again, let me translate this for you. Trump's at 53% approval rating. He's at 90% with Republicans. And here's John Harbour going, come on, we can make this move. Why are you guys so stupid? Why won't you fall for the deals that we're doing? It's worked every time. I don't have a different playbook. They don't know what else to do. I mean, when it comes to this, the Democrats have played every card they have. They've shown their hand. They're bad poker players. They have tells. They've shown their hand. Trump has not. Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to get to a story here in a minute, which I just giggle about. I finished on I finished on the TV show with it today. It's funny. But they don't know what to do. The left seriously is out of ideas. Because it's always worked. They've never been up against a politician like Donald Trump. And the reason they can't get anything done is because Donald Trump, is not a politician. He's a businessman. He's used to working with scum. He's used to working with people who drive hard bargains. He's used to standing up for what he believes, and normally he wins. The Democrats can't stand this. So that's what they're saying here. They're like, well, you know, they also illuminate the potential for erosion among fellow Republicans, which could ultimately threaten the president's ability to survive an impeachment process, which they're not even going to put up in the House for a vote. Funny how that works, isn't it? Quote, if you're the president, you have to take that seriously, said former Republican strategist Tom Davis. He's probably with McCain or Romney, who once ran his party's House campaign arm. What moves this ultimately is public opinion. These members like their jobs. Last week's Monmouth University poll showed signs of movement within a broader portrait of stability. Ba the backing of the Republicans is at 86% instead of 90 is what he's saying. Trump's approval rating remained unchanged. 41% of Americans approve of his job performance. 53% disapprove. At the same time, the share of Republicans backing a House impeachment inquiry doubled to 16 from 8. A CBS News poll found 23% of Republicans backing an impeachment probe. In a USA Today survey, 30% of Republicans called it an abuse of power for Trump to ask Ukraine to investigate Biden. You know what's funny about all of this and what people are missing about this complete picture here? Trump didn't ask Ukraine to investigate Biden. What he asked for was Ukraine to investigate any collusion or corruption that happened within the 2016 election. Now, Biden just happens to be in the forefront with him and his son, his son Hunter. Now, let's put, the, let's put this story on the other foot, right? Can you imagine if this were Donald Trump Jr. working for a gas and oil company in Ukraine called Burisma, where Vice President Donald Trump strong-armed the president of Ukraine into dropping an investigation into the company his son was working for. Huh. It would take on a completely different story today, wouldn't it? It would be all over the news 24-7 about how corrupt Donald Trump was and his son. But yet you're not seeing any of that today out of the left because they have to hide it. 
So what do they do? They take to these phony little stories about polls about how signaling rising impeachment from the right where there, there's erosion within the Republican Party and they're all over there smacking, they're all over there circle jerking each other, getting excited about the fact that maybe this story might have some traction. Maybe I shouldn't have said it that way, but I don't care. I mean, these people are a bunch of jokes. They're a bunch of jokers. They're a bunch of slap nuts, as one Chris X would say. These people are crooked as the day is long. They're, they're ridiculous. And I think it's funnier than hell that President Trump comes out today and says, you know what, you dumbasses, you're not investigating my freaking ambassador to the EU. You're not. You're a kangaroo court. I'm not giving you the time of day. And if you want to do anything, put on your effing big boy pants and impeach me, and then let's see what the hell happens. See, they're not going to impeach Trump. You know why they're not going to impeach Trump? Let me tell you. If the left actually voted for formal impeachment, right, that means the right would have subpoena power. That means Republicans would have the ability to call witnesses, to cross-examine, to submit their own their own information, their own people, their own intelligence, and that would ruin everything the left's doing. Because if you watch, I said this before and I'll say it again, the reason this impeachment inquiry is being held in the Intelligence Committee with Adam Schiff for brains is so that they can say, um, what's sensitive information? We're not going to tell you. See, they don't want any of this in the open. And, and if they, and this is the thing, and Trump's just sitting here, I, I think this is brilliant. I think this is brilliant what Trump's doing. Because Trump's saying, you know what? I'm going to push you where you don't want to go. Because the story will be in the media and from the left that Trump is obstructing justice. And Trump's going to turn around and say, shit, I'm not obstructing anything. You guys are idiots. You don't have any power." You know, that's what I said on the television show today. These, the, the, the media and the left are saying, well, we're subpoena. We're sending out subpoenas to these people. No, you're not. They're not subpoenaing. They're not sending out subpoenas to anybody. I don't know if subpoenaing is a word, but they're not. Sub- <laughs> that's why I keep kind of tripping over it. They're not sending out a subpoena to anyone. Why? Because they can't. They're, they're not in a formal impeachment proceeding. And Trump knows it. So what Trump is doing is saying, look, I'm calling your bluff. I'm calling your bluff. I don't think, and I'm going to tell you, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you what I think is going on here. I think Trump, and I can't speak for the president, but this is just a theory. I think Trump believes that impeach, they don't have enough votes. I, I think that's what's going on because I don't think they have enough votes. We sit here and we talk about it and the left's like, oh yeah, we got all these votes. We got, if, if, if the left had votes to impeach Donald Trump, they'd already voted. They, they're not good at poker. They're, they're not holding this close to the vest. They're not waiting for a better opportunity to spring their trap. They're not baiting their opponent. They don't have it. They don't have the goods. They don't have the nut, as they call it in cards. They don't have the nut. If they had the nut, they'd be throwing those cards down so fast they couldn't get them out of their hand quick enough. They'd be slobbering, and they'd be drooling. We got them. Yeah. They couldn't do it fast enough. So Trump knows, like any good poker player, like anybody who can read somebody, they don't have the goods. So what does he say? 
F you. Come and get it. I got the goods. And what happens is, like I said before, if Trump goads them into impeachment, he wins all the way around. Because first of all, I don't think they have enough votes, so it fails. And Trump can go out there and say, see, told you so. Not even the left wants to impeach me. Victory number one. If they impeach him, number two, he brings all the goods to the table and says, you go, all right, guys, now they're going to impeach me. Now I've got the leeway and the authority to start bringing witnesses, to bringing proof and information and testimony and the goods. And guess what? I've got all the goods on Biden and Ukraine and Hillary. I've got it all. I'm the president of the United States. Do you not think that the intelligence agencies are telling me what's going on? They are. Win, win, win. And the left can't do it. And I said on my television show today, I'm locking low in America's Voice. I said, you know, what are you going to do? What is the left going to do? Here's what the left's going to do. They're going to run to the media. And they're going to boohoo. And they're going to write articles. And they're going to lie. And they're going to say that Trump's impeding their investigation, that he's obstructing justice, that he needs to be impeached. But what can't they do? They can't impeach him! Because he wins. Trump has literally pushed these morons into a corner. They don't know what to do. And they're not smart enough. And then what do they say? They run around, oh, Trump's so stupid. Trump's so dumb. Oh, he's so unintelligent. He doesn't know. Ah. No. You know who's stupid? They are. You want to hear another article here? These all go together. So that was John Harwood, CNBC, bunch of toilet bowl cleaners. Um, from the week, theweek.com. Here's the headline. A day after Trump vowed to destroy the Turkish economy, should they cross him? Oh, that's not it. What's going on here? That's not even what I want here. Wait a minute. I got to find the story now. This is weird. I had it up and that's not, I wanted the poll. Where's my poll? Oh, let's see here. I don't even know. All right. Now I got to go back and find it. God dog it. I thought I had it. Now I don't have it. That irritates me. Um, let's see. Yeah, right. Is it here? Oh, now I'm all kinds of, yeah, right here. Here it is. Uh, from the week. Had to find it again. Jeez. Brutal new poll. Shows three in ten Republicans support Trump impeachment push. So I want you to think about that for a second. Now it's 30%. A 58% majority of Americans say House Democrats were right to begin an impeachment inquiry of Donald Trump. And 49% say the House should vote to remove him. According to the Washington Post Shar School poll released this morning, support for impeachment has jumped significantly across the board since the White House released a transcript of the July 21st or 25th call with Zelensky. There's a clear partisan split in the results, but 28% of Republicans say they support the House impeachment investigation. A 21-point jump from a Washington Post-ABC News poll in July. And 18% of Republicans want the House to vote to remove Trump from office. Meanwhile, 86% of Democrats and 57% of independents support the impeachment investigation. 78% of Democrats and 49% of independents want the House to vote to evict Trump from the White House. There's also a generation gap. 40% of Republicans age 18 to 39 back the impeachment investigation versus 23 who are 40 to 64. Huh. 
Wait, I don't understand. Wait a minute. Once again, creating more news. Creating more misinformation. Once again, do you think, you know, this is a funny thing. So now you've got the left. I want to look what's happening here. This is this is going to become a Democrat sandwich. Let me tell you why. You've already know what Trump's doing. Trump's pushing these idiots to the bounds. He knows, and I just explained it to you. I mean, it doesn't take it doesn't take a genius to figure this out. I'm not the smartest guy on this planet. I mean, seriously, I'm not the smartest guy on this planet. But I can see what the what the president is doing. The president is pushing the left into something they don't want to do because they can't. Like I said, I've already laid it out. I'm not going to go through it again. But now guess who's pushing? The media. The other arm of the Democrat Party. I talked about this the other day. Who's, who's running who? Are the Democrats running the mainstream media? Or is the mainstream media running the Democrat Party? Because we're watching. See this? You, you know what this, this is? Once again, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to explain this to you. I'm going to tell you what they're really saying, because you have to you have to pay attention to what the left does. So this is the left saying, you know what? It's okay, guys. Um, people out there, you know, we know they agree. Now we're fixing our polls. We're oversampling Democrats. Would be my guess. I don't know the sample on it. I'd have to, I'd have to actually go look and see how they sampled this and who they pulled. Because you can get a survey to say whatever the hell you want. Just depends on who you who you poll, right? But this is the Democrat socialistic, leftist, communist media, they want the left to move. So what do they do? They write, the, they write this fake shit. They write this up saying, oh, well, this is public sentiment. This is what people believe. I mean, look at this. we got three in 10 Republicans who now back impeachment. You're good to go. We've got the numbers. You should move forward now because they're goading. They're goading the left to move. And, you know, and I told you this before, too. The only reason. That Nancy Pelosi even said they were going to move forward with an impeachment inquiry is because she had to she had to satisfy the squad. She had to satisfy. She had to placate. She had to make sure that she was keeping the progressive wing of the party in check. Because Nancy Pelosi knows, just like you and I know, this is all theater. It's all kabuki theater. Because... There's no subpoena power. And that's what's driving me nuts. Rush was talking about this yesterday. I've been talking about it for a week. These people have no authority to subpoena anybody. That's why you, Mike Pompeo, go pound sand. The EU ambassador today, go away. And there isn't a damn thing the left can do about it, and they know it. So what do they do? They run to the media because that's their one voice. That's the one place where they can go after Trump. The one place. All right, I'm going to take a – I got I to catch my breath here, okay? I want you to head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com. I just took a drink of my Scars and Stripes coffee. It's fantastic. It's veteran-led, veteran-run, and they only hire veterans to sell the coffee. They set up an e-commerce platform that's amazing that will empower these veterans to be entrepreneurs, and that's what we want in this country. I was, I was interviewing Bill Schaefer this morning out of Iowa, 37 years that he served his country. And I said, you know, you've did your work. 
why do you want to get into politics? He's like, I want to, I need another mission. I need to serve again. I need to serve more. I need to serve the people of Iowa. See, that's who these people are. They want to serve. They love this country. They love what it stands for. And you can empower that. Head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com or head over to the matlockshow.com. I've got a link on my website. Hit that link. Go buy you some great coffee. Maybe some merchandise. Empower a veteran. They're fantastic. Scarsandstripescoffee.com, thematlockshow.com. Hit that link, Scars and Stripes. Do it now. Great coffee. Empower a veteran. All that stuff. What are you waiting for? Scarsandstripescoffee.com. All right. So I want to go back to this because Trump, I'll tell you, this guy's fantastic. He's absolutely fantastic. I've been telling you this for quite some time. I've been telling you that I think Hillary Clinton is really thinking about getting back into the race. She's out there on a book signing tour. She's out there doing these question and answer deals. She's all over Twitter now. Um, she's trying, I think, and this is just my opinion. I think she's trying to take over that position that Joe Biden's in. Joe Biden's on the slide, by the way. So I don't put a lot of weight into polls, and that's why I started with those first two stories. But there is a poll out today where Elizabeth Warren is ahead now nationally of Joe Biden. Now, I'm going to tell you, I think those polls are accurate. Why? Because they're Democrats. Democrats aren't going to lie about each other. They're not going to make up stories. Uh, they all want to be kumbaya. They don't want to argue. They want this to weed down as fast as possible. But I do think that Elizabeth Warren is leading Joe Biden. Joe Biden's just an empty suit. The guy's a moron. And, of course, he's tied up in this scandal that is Ukraine and his son and Burisma and all that stuff, right? So I, I, I don't – it would not surprise me if Elizabeth Warren was in the lead. Let, let me just put it that way. With experience, education, and what I know, wouldn't be surprised at all, right? So Donald Trump, you want to talk about – I talked about this on my television show today. You want to talk about a guy – that has his finger on the pulse. I mean, you want to talk about somebody that understands what middle America is, is thinking? I've never seen anything like it. I've said this so many times. I have never seen, you know, the left wants to tell you, and once again, we're talking about the Democratic wing, which is the, you know, the mainstream media propaganda, which is the Democrat Party. But they want you to believe that President Trump is an ignoramus. They want you to believe he's a dunce, that he's stupid, that he's just getting lucky, stuff's falling into his lap, doesn't really know what he's doing kind of guy, right? They want you to think he's stupid. I, I'm amazed because you watch what President Trump does, and I'm telling you, it amazes me every day to see the brilliance that comes out of our president. And mind you, I'm going to tell you if I think Trump did something wrong. I talked yesterday about the pull, out, the, the pull out of troops of Syria. I don't know how I feel about that. But I know one thing. Trump's been more right than wrong, right? And, and, I, and I, got, I got onto Twitter yesterday and I said, look, you know, we're not the world's policemen. And President Trump has more information than all of us. We all act like we know foreign policy. I don't know foreign policy. I only know what I read. I, I don't have the information the president has. Was it a good move? I said yesterday in the podcast, only time will tell. I don't know. I don't know if it's a good move. But I can tell you what I do know. Trump has more information than you and I do. Has more experience than you and I do. And he has people telling him more than you and I get. So in the end, I have to go with the president because I'll tell you, once again, I've never seen a president who is more in tune with what's going on in the world. Listen to this headline. Came out in Breitbart this morning. 
Donald Trump, crooked one, Hillary Clinton, should steal Democrat nomination from uber-left Elizabeth Warren. Now, what do we all know? We all know, and I saw the article about, uh, I talked about it a week, 10 days ago, um, Wall Street, big money. They said if Elizabeth Warren gets the Democrat nomination, they're going to set they're going to sit on the sidelines, or they're going to vote for Trump. So we know big money doesn't want Warren. We know that a lot of the left doesn't like Warren. So what does Trump say? Hey, 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 crooked one, crooked one, crooked one. I love that, crooked one. Hillary Clinton should steal the Democrat nomination. That's what she did. And you know, there's a little play on words there. If you didn't catch it, I didn't say this in my television show because I wanted. I, I didn't. I don't have a lot of time there. My segments are shorter. But this is kind. Of, if you really think about this. What did Hillary Clinton do to Bernie Sanders? She stole a nomination. Do you see how amazingly witty and quick this is? Crooked one Hillary Clinton should steal Democrat nomination. She already stole it once. I'm telling you, President Trump, smart guy. There's a reason he said that. She's already stole it once. President Donald Trump on Tuesday taunted failed presidential candidate Hillary Clinton, suggesting she could beat Elizabeth Warren for the 2020 Democratic nomination if she entered the race. Quote, I think that crooked Hillary Clinton should enter the race and try to steal it away from Uber left Elizabeth Warren, Trump wrote on Twitter. President commented as Clinton and her daughter Chelsea continued their media tour promoting their book featuring gutsy women. <sighs> you know... It was about maybe last week sometime. Hillary said one of her, her strongest traits was that she stayed with Bill after he cheated on her. That was one of her strong traits. Now, mind you, maybe she did forgive him. I doubt it. I can tell you right now, I don't know as a personal fact, but I can bet you money. I'd bet you a lot of money that Bill and Hillary don't sleep in the same bed. I mean, Bill's got stuff to do with Monica and hiding cigars and the Energizer Bunny. I mean, there's a girl he sleeps with that's got her own code name. Bill Clinton hasn't touched that piece of salami in years. So to sit here and to tell people that the strongest thing you did was to stay with your cheating, lying, piece of shit husband, it, it, it falls on deaf ears. That, that That's not that strong. And I'll tell you. It's kind of loosely, if you think about it, the reason the Clintons are together, politics, political reasons. Hillary Clinton was a nothing. Old Bill, old Bill was a governor down in Arkansas. He was going to take her with him, and he did. Look at, what Hil look at what's happened in Hillary's life. She would have never been anything if it wasn't for her husband, Bill. Anything. She's like watching paint dry. She wears these moo-moos around. I mean, she looks ridiculous. They threw her in a paddy wagon on 9-11 back in 2016 or 15. I mean, the woman's ill. She's sick. She wouldn't be anywhere without that husband. And her gutsiest move was staying with him. Give me a break. But anyway, Trump said Clinton should final come, finally come clean and about her deleted emails from her private server before running again. Here's what he says. This is Trump on Twitter. He says, I think... That crooked Hillary Clinton should enter the race to try and steal it away from uber-left Elizabeth Warren. Only one condition. The crooked one must explain all of her high crimes and misdemeanors, including how and why she deleted 33,000 emails after getting a subpoena. Because, see, here's the thing. 
this whole collusion, this whole bull crap on subpoenas coming out of this intelligence committee for all these people on Trump is untrue because they're not doing a true impeachment proceeding. But Hillary Clinton actually got a subpoena for her information and then she destroyed it. That's illegal. That actually is breaking the law. So now Trump says, hey, hey, after getting a subpoena. A Rasmussen poll released Monday found both Trump and Clinton would receive about 45% support in a potential matchup. <coughs> Excuse me. That prompted Donald Trump Jr. to joke about a Clinton 2020 run on, on Twitter. He says, all I want for Christmas is for Hillary to run again. Yeah. Wouldn't that be fantastic? Yeah. That would be I don't even know how to explain that. I mean, how amazing would it be to watch Trump beat the snot out of her again? It it wouldn't be close. Hillary Clinton's a crook. She's a terrible politician. And the only reason the left wants her is because of Bill. It, it, isn't that sad to think? I mean, she's talking about glass ceilings, and I'm talking about Hillary. She's talking about glass ceilings and feminism and how things would work and, and all that stuff. But in the end... She knows she's nothing without her husband. I That probably pisses Hillary off, you, you think? I, I mean, I, I, would almost, I would almost bet you that Bill and Hillary don't even talk. I don't think they like each other. I, I Honestly, from everything I've seen, and I don't know this to be a fact. Now I'm, I'm, I'm merely speculating at this point, okay? But Hillary has to be pissed that she is nothing. She's nothing without Bill. She is absolutely zero, has no political career, has no charisma, has no name recognition, has nothing by herself. Nothing. That's, that's got to piss her off. I mean, that's, that's just got to make her mad. And here we are. Here we are. Are. Now, let's. what do I want to talk about here? All right, I'm going to go to uh, Louisiana. Uh, let's do that. But before I do that, can you do me a great big favor? Head over to the matlockshow.com. L-O-C-K-E. Uh, click on that Ver Forever link. If you're looking for CBD oil, if you're looking for something to get rid of headaches, help with your aches and pains, your inflammation, your anxiety, uh, your, your pains, maybe headaches. CBD oil uh, has been told, I've been told it does a lot of those things. Uh, I've been told that it does many of those things. It's for you. You can get it for your pet. I've got to order another bottle for our dog. I'm telling you, it's worked well. Our dog has become more active, is moving around a lot more than he should be, it's crazy. So now here's the thing that we're, we're dealing with. I'll tell you. So our dog is nine and a half. And uh, I'm going to tell you a sad story here. And I hope my wife doesn't listen to this podcast because this is her baby. We got this dog. My wife and I have been together for 10 years. We met in January of 2009. We got Samson in 2010. And, and I, he's our baby. We got him from a we we got him from a breeder in Shipshawana, Indiana. Great dog. I mean, just a great, great dog. Funny puppy, funny personality. My wife spent a ton of time with him. Sit, stay, beg, shake, roll over. I mean, that dog was so he's so smart. That was. He still is. He's very smart. Samson. Great dog. 
we'd go up to the farm. I was working for a guy back then in the ag industry. We'd go up to the farm about 15 miles north of, of our place, and we'd take him and our other one, Zeus, before we had Silas, because we have three boxers now. But we'd take Samson and Zeus up there, and we'd run around the 30 acres. I mean, all kinds of room, fence. You know, they could run forever. So we'd take them up there, and they'd run around for an hour or two. We'd sit there and have a few cocktails, sit out and enjoy the sunshine. But uh, athlete. I'd get the four-wheeler out, and I'd be rolling down the trails doing, I don't know, 20, 25 mile an hour, and Samson's running right along beside me. That dog was amazing. So I took him to the vet. I took him to the vet last Friday because he's having troubles. He's got some disease that uh, his he has trouble with his balance. His equilibrium is spinning, and there's some word for it that the vet uses and I don't remember but he has balance issues so he'll lay there and he has to get right with the world it's like you can see him and his eyes are spinning and his head's bobbling and there's really nothing that we can do for that we're giving him meclizine and I'm sure pickled squirrel will know exactly what I'm talking about because her husband's a vet but he has this issue with balance and in, in, in getting his bearings right but he was very sediment he just didn't move he would lay around, he he would sleep a lot, he drank a lot because he was on steroids, but he just wasn't having that much quality of life. And in my mind, and this is where I hope my wife's not listening, knowing how the dog was, and as I explained to you, I mean, the dog could jump over a five-foot fence. He was an athlete, could run 20, 25 mile an hour. Miss Dog was amazing smart and now watching him now you know he was just laying around I mean he was laying around you could tell he was in pain he didn't have a lot of quality of life in in my mind I don't want to do this because I love the dog and I'm going to be a blubbering mess the day this happens but at some point we're going to put him down at some point so to make that long story short we decided to get some CBD oil for him see if it would help you know, we've tried everything else. We've spent about, I don't know, a couple thousand dollars in vet bills over the last three months. And no, and look, I'd do it again. He, he's our baby. We literally have spent zero dollars on that dog over the last 10 years. He's going to be 10 in April. We have spent, I mean, just the regular checkups every year, which we knew. That dog's been healthy. He's been great. We have not spent hardly any money on him. So it wasn't even the money issue, but it's the quality of life issue. So I bought the CBD oil. From Ver Forever for the dog. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, it has worked wonders. Not for the balance. We can't do anything about that because the vet told me on Friday that, that he thinks Samson's having many strokes. So he's having a hard time with his right side. His right front foot and his right back foot, he, he really doesn't know where they're at. That's the problem. He, he, he doesn't know where they're at. He's having a hard time walking. Um, he, he steps real weird because he doesn't. No, and he's having those many strokes, which are affecting the right side of his body, like if a normal person would have a stroke. But I can tell you, we started him on that Verb Forever CBD oil, and he went from laying around all the time to wanting to be active again. And that has produced all kinds of other problems because now he wants to be active. He wants to move around. He wants to go outside. He wants to play. He wants to do stuff. So I think he's feeling better, but he's still got the issues of balance, so he falls down everywhere. Yeah. That's what we've got right now. So we have to walk beside him, make sure that you know that he gets his balance. Because once he is up and rolling around, the balance issues come. He, I mean, he's not a hundred percent on his on his balance. Let me just say that 
he's still only about six or seven percent. But I can tell you, there is a huge difference in his personality, in his activity, and now we're having the problem that he wants to be up. He doesn't want to lay around all day. He wants to be up moving, doing things and that stuff, and now he's starting to fall down, and we're hoping he doesn't hurt himself. But I can tell you the CBD oils worked. It's worked, and you should go get it. Head over to thematlockshow.com. Click on that Verve Forever link on my website because that's my link. You can use Verve 20, V-E-R-V-E. 20. I'm being told you can use Verve 30. I just don't know if that's the case. V-E-R-V-E-3-0. Or if you're a first-time buyer of the product, you can use Verve 5-0. Now, I'm telling you, there's big things coming with Verve. Not only are they are doing CBD oil, they're doing CBD, CBD oil cream, and they're doing this pet CBD oil. They're coming out with some other stuff. I'll let you know. Excuse me. I'll let you know when it happens. But there's a lot of other stuff they're coming out with, too, that uh, could be amazing. So make sure you head over to thematlockshow.com, click on that Verve Forever link and do it now. That was a long story, but it works. I have firsthand knowledge of it, and I just want to let you know that. All right. So there is October 12th, there is what's called a jungle primary in Louisiana. And now if you're not familiar with that term, it just means it's free-for-all. A bunch of candidates, left and right. So early voting in the October 12th jungle primary between incumbent Louisiana Governor John Edwards, a Democrat, and two Republican candidates ended on Saturday. And the turnout is massive, particularly among Republicans and independents. So let me, I didn't do this right. So what's happening here, it's early voting. October 12th, you're going to be able to go vote. So early voting has been massive in Louisiana particularly among Republicans and independents. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? Because right now there's a Democrat in office. Quote, as of last night, 374,190 Louisianans either early voted by person or by mail-in ballot. 340,480 in person, 33,710 mail-in. To put this number into perspective, this is the highest early voting turnout ever for a non-presidential election and is the second highest early voting turnout ever only to the 2016 presidential election. Why do you, what do you think that means? I mean, seriously, we're sitting here and we're looking at politics. And what does the left keep telling us? I mean, I've talked about the mainstream media. I've talked about the lies in what they're telling you in these phony polls and all the bullshit we're seeing out of the left, right? Oh, well, Republicans want impeachment, blah, 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 blah. And we're making all this up, right? But we've got actual hard evidence of early voter turnout being massive in Louisiana. Why has turnout been so high? Given that 374,000 is 59% higher than who, who early voted in 2015. Almost 60% higher. Unbelievable. So this polling firm believes that external factors are present. Last year, reports of strong early voting across the country and to some extent energized conservatives after the Kavanaugh hearings, created a 315,000-person turnout in an otherwise sleepy election cycle in Louisiana. 
this time, the thought is that Democrats' actions towards impeaching President Trump in a state where he remains very popular has energized conservative voters. Quote, get this, Republican turnout volume is up 84%. 84. That's not a typo, my friends. 84%. While independent turnout, up 80. Unbel- I want I want you to think about this. These are hard numbers, my friends. Now, Rush Limbaugh's talked about this. I've talked about this. There's a silent majority in this country that's pissed. They're pissed at the Democrat Party because they love what Donald Trump has done for this country. They are America first. They have more money in their pocket because of tax cuts. Their wages are higher because of Donald Trump and the trade agreements. They're making more money. They get to go on vacation. They are happier overall. And they're pissed. This silent majority is out there in this country, and they are ready and waiting to go big. Now, I'm telling you, the Democrats want to keep this up. And and, and once again, I want you to think about this for a second. I talked about a story, oh, probably about a week ago, where one of the Trump people said, you know, these people on the left, they ought to be firing their pollsters because these aren't the numbers we're seeing. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. I think it was Tim Murtaugh, as a matter of fact. I think it was the director of communications for Trump came out and said, you know, we're seeing different numbers. The, the, the mainstream media is lying to you. The mainstream media says that people are pissed. They're not going to come out, that they're going to sit on their hands, that they're going to do this, they're going to do that. And then all of a sudden, you see numbers like this. That's why I wanted to bring this article up to you. The mainstream media is lying to you. These are facts. These are facts. These are numbers counted for early voting in Louisiana. These are hard facts. The Democrats cannot debate them. Republican turnout volume in this election in Louisiana is up 84%. (laughs) Do you think the rest of the country is going to be this way too? I mean, think about it. Do you you think the rest of the country is going to be this? I'm going to tell you right now, Democrats are lazy. They're lazy. I'll say it. I'll say it again. They're lazy. A bunch of crybabies, a bunch of social justice warriors. They all sit behind their keyboards and they act real big. They act real big on Twitter and Insta and Facebook and where they can battle you and then they ban you. Then they block you. But they're lazy. They don't mobilize. Republicans, conservatives, angry Americans who believe in the president, they mobilize to the tune of 84%. Now, I'm going to tell you something. We're watching. I'm going to have, so on Thursday, I got to let you know, on Thursday, on America's Voice, on Lock and Load, I'm going to have Rocky Stucci, my good friend, Rocky Stucci on there. We're going to talk Minneapolis, Minnesota, because Trump's supposed to be up there for an election, or for an election, for a campaign rally on Thursday. And I don't know if you've seen what the mayor's doing up there. 
the, 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 the left is worried. They play these little games. They do these things, right? They, they, they're, they're trying to keep Trump out of Minneapolis because they know that Trump almost won Minnesota the last time. You know what they're doing up there? Rocky and I are going to talk about it on the television show Thursday. The mayor is trying to charge the Trump administration an obscene amount of money for security. Like $530,000 for security at the Target Center on Thursday. Now, here's why Trump and his people are pissed. Not that, the, you know, I wouldn't have known. I would not have known this. You know, I was out in New Mexico. I'm going to be in Dallas here next Thursday, the 17th, where Trump's going to have a rally in American Airlines. But I wouldn't have known what the security costs, and probably you neither, right? I mean, we don't run around with the administration. We don't run around with his campaigning arm. I don't know what it costs to do these. I'll tell you one thing. I was in New Mexico, and there was a lot of Secret Service and security. Lots of it. I mean, they were everywhere. I mean, they're men in suits, guys with earpieces, the whole deal. So to me, I'm thinking, you know, okay. What's 500, half a million dollars? Is that is that really what it costs? I wouldn't be surprised in politics today. But you know what I found out? One President Barack Obama campaigned at the Target Center. I don't know if it's the Target Center. It was in Minneapolis, right? The same group charged him $20,000 for security. $20,000, not five hundred and thirty. You know what they're doing. It's just like if you want to get rid of guns, you make the ammo too high to buy. Make it you, you, you make the the consumer unable to buy it. This is just a deterrent. Hey, you want to come to Minneapolis, you're gonna pay us five hundred thirty thousand. We're gonna deter you from coming here. We're gonna make it hard for you to come here. Why? Because the left's scared. The left is scared that Trump's gonna win Minnesota. They're scared he's going to win the states like Michigan, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, maybe Maine, maybe New Mexico. I mean, the group, I, I'll tell you, the crowd that showed up in New Mexico, crazy, crazy. And, and the left knows this. And now you've got 84% turnout in Louisiana. America's pissed. You know, you know what this tells me? That you're listening to shows like The Matlock Show, that you're listening to The Chad Prathers. You're listening to the Rocky Stucci's. You're listening to the Chris X's. You're listening to us people out here who are giving you the truth. The best that we can see fit. The best that we can come up with, right? And I read a lot. I, I tell you this all the time. I read so much stuff every day trying to help you guys navigate the craziness that is the left. I, it's a lot of work, and I love it. Don't, don't get me wrong. Don't ever, ever think I don't love it because I, I am in my element. I love this. Ask my wife. Ask anybody that knows me. I love this. I love learning about politics. I love talking to people up on Capitol Hill. I love seeing what the president's doing. I love watching how our government works, right? It's how you grow. I, I tell people this all the time. I have a college education. I have learned more outside of college than I ever did while I was there. Researching doing this podcast, doing my television show, being on other shows, you have to be prepared. You have to be ready to defend your position. And if you're a conservative, it's 
four times as hard. You know it. You listen to this show. You know how hard it is. You see these keyboard warriors that are living in mom and dad's basements, grandma and grandpa's basements, that think they're big deals, and then they get out in the real world, or they don't get out at all. You know, they all, they all talk a big game. And, and I say this, and I don't want to generalize, okay? I don't want to generalize. Scott Husing taught me this. But the millennial generation, a lot of them are just not motivated. A lot of them are not motivated to go vote. Because if they ever did, they would kill it. They, they would kill it. They would be the biggest voting block in the country today. But they know. They don't, you know, and a lot of them don't believe their vote matters. It's really weird because you know why? They're not being taught in schools. I mean, I had civics class in school. I had government class in school. You know, we did all that history class. Nowadays, it's indoctrination. I was talking the other day. I don't know who I was talking to. And I said, you know, it's amazing because when I was in school, I never knew what political position my teachers had. I couldn't have told you if my teachers were Republicans or Democrats because politics never got brought up. Never. So I couldn't tell you what my history teacher was. I couldn't tell you what my government teacher was. I couldn't tell you what my math teacher, my science teacher, my keyboarding teacher, my physics. I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you what affiliation they were. Today, we all know. Today, we all know what affiliation our teachers are because they're not teaching anymore. So now you've got a generation that hasn't been taught that their vote matters. Sad, isn't it? We have a generation that was taught nothing. Then they go to college and they get taught nothing. I argued with my professors. God dog, I debated. I asked questions. I got in rip-roaring, knocked down almost arguments with my teachers because I wanted to know I was an inquisitive lad. Nowadays, you can't do that. Nowadays, that's frowned upon. You would be scorned. You, well, you know, you got to go along with the teacher's liberal views. You got to go along with indoctrination. You do not know what you're doing. But yeah, I was having that conversation the other day. I'm like, you know, I never knew what affiliation my teachers were. Never. Never came up. Never know. There was never a reason that it should come up. There was never a reason that it should have ever come up. Never. And here we are today, watching a generation slip by us. And not all of them, not all of them, but most, most of these millennials don't have a clue. They, they think that social media is right, that all their news comes from there. They get on this echo chamber and they don't have a clue as to what's going on in the real world. And then they want free college and they want free this and they want free health care and they want all this because they can't afford anything. They're broke because their education cost them so much money. It's terrible what's happening. And I feel very, very badly for them. All right, guys, so I want to do something here. I almost forgot, but I got about a minute left. And if you know Wade Robertson, you need to go over on Twitter. Him and his wife just had a little baby boy this morning. Mother and baby are healthy. Congratulations, my friend. Wade's a good friend. We play golf. He's here in Texas. Go find Wayne Robertson over on Twitter or on Facebook and congratulate him and his wife on the birth of their second son, eight-pound little boy, that uh, both mother and baby are healthy. He texted me today, God is always good. And God bless him. Young guy, got a couple boys, love it. But I play golf with him. Go find him. You guys know him, Wade Robertson, over on Twitter.
You can find him. I follow him. Uh, the wife in him. Well, the wife just had a little baby boy this morning. Congratulations, Wade. I'm so happy for you guys. I know um, you were ready. I know the wife was ready. I know you were ready. I've never been pregnant. I can't imagine, but it was time to get that little eight pounder out of there. And they had a little boy this morning. Mother and baby are doing well. Go congratulate them. It's fantastic, guys. That's all I got today. That's all I got for Tuesday. I'm going to go play golf, drink some beer, maybe fart, scratch myself, act like a man. You know, those kind of things. Just because I can, hope you do too. All right, guys, make sure you get over to Twitter at Real Matt Lock. Get signed up for that giveaway. It's on Facebook. Follow me wherever podcasts are. Share. Share to at least one person. Let's build this thing up. I've got all kinds of things going on. Big announcement coming Friday. You're going to have to pay attention. All right, guys, for today, the Matlock Show's out. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.08%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rate subject to change. Pay 1.25% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. NMLS number 33. The holidays are on at Old Navy, where all jeans, all pants, all sweaters, and all outerwear are on sale up to 50% off now. Jeans start at just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. All the looks you love, even this season's must-have plaid styles, are on sale. Plus, get fashion in a flash. Buy online, pick up in-store for free today in just two hours. Hurry in for up to 50% off all jeans, pants, sweaters, and outerwear at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 11.4 to 11.13 excludes in-store clearance.